Blog Talk Radio. I'm bassist Al Turner. Something big is brewing on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. You'll hear technical innovators on bass and guitar with no overdubs. Each artist plays music with an uncommon depth of feeling. So join the jazz conversation each week with Miss Bridget. She is the coffee lady.
everybody. It is your girl, Miss Bridget Lewis, award-winning host of Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Los Angeles. Boy, do we have a power-packed show for you. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited. The boards are lit up, and I cannot wait to introduce this evening's guest. This is Coffee Talk Jazz Radio After Dark, and we're going to be sharing some of this gentleman's delicious music, and I did say delicious, so ladies, get ready, because um, please stop DMing me, and you guys will be able to speak with him in just a moment to ask him anything that is relevant to music and his career and all that other good stuff now. Before we get started, we're going to have birthday um, celebrations, gift giveaways, and so much more, and I want to uh, welcome our international family. I see the Eastern and the Western Caribbean is in the house. Hello, hello, guys. Trinidad and Tobago is in the building. The Atlantis, folks from the Atlantis Resort, what? Hello, hello, hello. I see you guys. South Carolina is in the building. Of course, everybody hanging out from Los Angeles. National Park, Arizona is in the building. Las Vegas, Santa Fe, New Mexico is in the building. Now, I want to bring on my very special guest. I hope that you guys are ready. Y'all ready? Okay, the DMs are still coming in, guys. So I promise you I'm going to open up the boards shortly, okay? So my very special guest, his name is Daryl Prater, and he is known as Classic Man, and he has an intimate relationship with music. We're just going to just jump right in and welcome him to the party. Hello, hello, Daryl. Welcome. Hello, hello. Miss Lewis, and how are you today, Miss Lewis? You sound like you're ready to go. I am so ready, so excited. We added extra lines. The boards are already lit up, and so, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot tell by the phone numbers. Um, so I'm going to mute some of the numbers, but ladies, if you guys press one on your phone, I'll open up the board and you guys can speak with Daryl directly. Okay. So the first question that I want to ask you is, when did you first fall in love with music? I, I, you know what? I, I can tell you, I fell in love with music when I heard the Jackson 5 ABC album. My aunt bought that for <laughs> us for Christmas, my brothers and I. And, and my brothers and I, we, because I have a bro- another brother that sings, and he went on to, you know, he did famous things with Club Nouveau uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s. But he and I, he's my younger brother, and he and I, uh, we used to fight over who was going to be Michael Jackson on certain songs. So I remember I had the song called, I think it was called 2468, and I had I Want You Back. He learned ABC, and I think it was <laughs> One More Chance. And I mean, literally, we would fight. We're like, no, 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 that's my song. That's your song. But that's when I really fell in love with music. And, man, it was just like, oh, because even though Michael was older than me, it, he was still a kid. And I was like, what this kid could and just and imitating him literally taught me how to how to sing in key and, and pitch and tone. Well, this is just so amazing and wonderful to hear. So what I'm hearing is music is in your DNA because you mentioned your brother and of course Michael coming from a musical family legacy. Right. 
dynasty. So right. you have brothers, you have brothers, you have any sisters? The same. you have any sisters? Yeah, or just I, I, I have a uh, Well, one of my brothers is, is deceased, God rest his soul. Uh, my sister is an awesome, awesome singer. Her and her husband, they are pastors of a church. And she, but she, she's been singing her whole life as well. Um, she, she sounds a lot like um, Cece Winans. That's the kind of voice she has. Oh wow! So so she was blessed with she was blessed with the goods as well. So not only are you a singer, but you're also a guitarist. So yes, would you say that you learned you learned the singing? Was it did you learn singing first, or did you uh, yes. learn to play the guitar first? I, I learned to sing first, and then in the seventh grade is when I took a guitar class in middle school, and my dad. Now, we get our singing from him because all of my uncles um, were singing. My dad was the oldest brother, and all of his brothers, pretty much all, they were six, six boys. All of them, I think except for two, really could sing. And so my dad had a – he always sung in gospel quartets. And, but he always seemed to have problems holding on to guitar players. So I had an uncle <laughs> who sung, played the guitar in a band, and he had a music store in Oakland. And so I told my dad one day, I said, Dad, you know, I don't want you to have to worry about, you know, guitar players for your group. He says, I said, take me to Uncle Leroy's, uh, you know, to take guitar lessons, and, and I'll learn to play for your group. And from that, you know, it was off from the seventh grade. It was, it was off to the races, you know. And, and I did end up playing for his, his quartet and, and, you know, learned to sing harmony and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, singing's in the DNA. Well, when you say that, um, here's what I think about music and families. And family is so incredibly important to me, to this country. Um, I think about, you know, this world we've come through, a a two-and-a-half-year pandemic. And it almost feels like it almost feels like it didn't happen. And I think it takes the mind and the body a moment to process and get through all of that. So would you say that music um, gave people hope during this time? Because there was, there was a lot of dark times, a lot of people passing away. So you would, would you say that music really gave people hope or something to hold on to, or something to look forward yeah, you to? You know what? Yeah, I was going to say, um, yeah, yeah. And that's why it's, when I say yes, and, and I want to qualify that because all music, all music didn't give people hope, but there is certain types of music such as jazz mm. that can that can that can get you through tough places. For instance, um, I'm I'm a person who enjoys uh, rainy weather, right? And so one of the things that you know, and sometimes you know, especially if it's we haven't had rain in California in, a, in a, it seems like in a forever, a long time. So I'm talking like maybe 10, 11 years ago. I can remember, you know, when you have something to do and you don't want to brave the weather and it's storming outside, instead of getting, you know, an attitude about what you can't do, I used to think, you know, what I can do is put on my favorite rainy day CD, which was John Coltrane's uh, um, uh, For Lovers Only, that on. And just, Miss Bridge, I tell you, there was just so many, I could be so productive with that playing, 
you know, in in the background. And so that would help get me through whatever, you know, I needed to get through. So, yeah, certain types of music. And I think that's why it's so important as an artist to be responsible when you're putting and making music together because you literally create an energy and you can set and you can either change uh, a mood for good, for bad, uh, indifferent, you know what I mean, with, with your music. And so, you know, that's why people gravitate towards certain, you know, towards certain types of music. I don't know anybody that would put on music that would make them, you know, just feel bad. You know what I mean? But some songs do that to you. You know, when you said that, it reminds me of music for me really is a marker of memories because I can think of songs in my head right now. And when I think of those particular songs, it immediately transports me back to that place, the time, the smell, the weather, even the conversation. So I think that music is a very powerful medium yeah. and I think that's just why people yeah. love it that's why they gravitate yeah. towards it that's why there's so many kind different types of musicians and yeah. artists it's like a big smorgasbord yeah. or, or gumbo yeah yeah if you will yeah. so you're saying you were saying a lot you're really saying a lot um yeah. you are can I say this the same thing Absolutely. Uh, when you said music transport when you say music transports you there's an artist, and, and you may be familiar with his name. He, he's deceased now, but his name is Tyrone Davis. And whenever I hear his music, it transport me, transports me to the soul food restaurant. Because when we were kids, mm. my dad and mom sometimes didn't feel like cooking, and we would go to this popular soul food restaurant in Oakland back in the you know, early, it was either late 60s or early 70s. We'd go there, and it seemed like either Wes Montgomery, Tyrone Davis, or Joe Simon was on the jukebox when we went in there. And so whenever I hear Tyrone Davis's voice, it just transports me to the um, – I'm at the soul food restaurant. I can smell the food. I can hear the laughter. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, man, just beautiful experience, beautiful. Wow. Now, see, when you said that, now you take me down a rabbit trail because you know, knew that I was going to Google him. So for our fans that are tuning in, you all, welcome to the Coffee Tart Partay. This is a Partay, all right? Coffee Tart After Dark yeah. with my very special guest, Daryl Prater. And we're talking about Tyrone Davis. He was an American blues and soul singer, and he has a long list of hit records over 20 years and he was actually signed to a label called The Car, and then Columbia, like, wow, okay. Yeah. And um, yeah. he had, he had, he really had, like, some really good good hits on here. Wow. Yeah. You remember uh, Turn Back the Hands of Time? My And the one that comes to mind to me is. Oh, that was him. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then remember, remember uh, Can I Change My Mind? You know, because when you listen to his songs, I never forget one time I was sitting, I was listening to his songs. I go, man, Tyrone was always leaving a woman in the songs, but he always wanted to come back. You know, it's like, you know, he was always <laughs> leaving. And then, and then he was saying, but baby, can I change my mind? You know, what I mean? it's like, come on, bro. I think it through first. Think it through, you know. Oh, man. But it was, uh, it was good. That's good stuff. Good oh, stuff. Oh, my gosh. We are live with you all throughout the show. And, ladies, I see you guys are, um, the boards are lit up. Press the one on your phone. I'll open up the board and you can ask 
Daryl any question that is relevant to music, to his music background. So I want to get into some of your music. So I'm actually going to have you to set this up. Um, I could not pick a favorite, so I loaded them all. And since we were talking about um, Tyrone Davis, and him kind of begging to get back in after he messed up. Why don't we start with um, Love Frequency? <laughs> oh, yes. Love Frequency. Well, you know what? Well, well, Love Frequency, can I just tell you what it's about? You want me to tell you what it's about? I was going to say, definitely please it. set it up for us. Yeah. Okay, uh, let me set up Love Frequency. So Love Frequency is, it's, it's you know, most of the songs I wrote, it's either they're real experiences. So, you know, I, I write about life, love, and relationships. And so it's either about real experiences I've had or, you know, just being a, a guy, you know, that I, my, my, you know, people, conversations, things that I've had. Because you know, I'm sure you know being around artists and you're an artist yourself, there's nothing, nothing in life to us that is mundane to an artist. So you're thinking, a person is thinking they're having a mundane relationship, <laughs> a mundane artist, I mean, you know, a mundane conversation, but the very thing, every little thing can end up in a song. It, it really can. And so this song is about love frequency. Is about a guy who was used to just come out saying, and, you know, he's dating, and and he's, he's you know, just, just dating, but then he meets the one. And when he does, you know, he, he he's not quite himself, and he can't understand why he's not quite himself. And he literally, and I want to spoil the, give it, give it away, but he finds out he's actually tapped into the to love frequency, which is of course the highest love is the highest frequency in the earth, and that's why he can't <laughs> gather himself because this woman has actually I mean he he really has given his heart and it's it's a wrap <laughs> it's a wrap he's 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 done stick a fork in him he's done so in a good way in a good way. All right, guys, well, let's take a listen, shall we? We'll be back with more good coffee and great chat with my very special guest, Dill Prater, Classic Man. Antoine, let it run, man. I need to make it back.
this is Marjane, contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562-355-0311 or email us at coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. We'll also give you a live shout-out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347-934-0108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew. Hello, this is Nicole Leon. Let's keep the Coffee Talk party brewing each Sunday from 5 to 8 p.m., Tuesdays from 3 to 6 p.m., and Fridays from 1 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear jazz, great R&B, soul, and funk influences. Stay tuned and you'll hear jazz past and jazz still to come. Be sure to tune in and listen with your host, Miss Bridget. Right here on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. And we are back. We are broadcasting live. You listen to the very best in blog talk radio. Here at Coffee Talk Jazz with award winning host, Ms. Bridget Lewis. But more so than that, my love frequency guest, guitarist, classic man, sold out to the bone singer. I'm just saying, Mr. Joe Prater's in the building, y'all, so he's going to do what it do. <laughs> Ladies, I see you guys sliding all into the DMs. Okay, this show is all about Daryl right now. Um, you guys were blowing up the boards before, and now you guys are sliding into the table. Ladies, why? Really, come on. I'm going to open up the boards. I've got two gift giveaways. Um, you can't win if you don't call in. Our show's call-in number is 515-605-9704. Okay, ladies, catch it. You never know what you might win. Now, I don't think you can win a date with Daryl, but at least you can win what I have. If you pick it up what I'm putting down, okay, I'm just saying. Or maybe, perhaps, maybe it will be on his website, com. okay? I'm just saying, ladies, check it out. There is something that Daryl is doing, a little bird told me, that um, if your birthday is coming up or you want to sing happy anniversary to your parents or you want to do something special for your man, you want to do something special for your lady, hey, Daryl's got you on that, right? For a nominal fee, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you too can feel the love vibe for my man. Daryl Prater. I'm just saying, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey. Hey. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back. I was, to, I was just hoping you didn't cut me off. I was like, I'm enjoying this. I hope you didn't cut me off. Man, yeah, that, hey, we uh, have... so, so How'd you like that? You like my love frequency? I loved it. I was listening to the words, but I was also mm-hmm. listening to the instrumentation behind the words. Yeah. And yeah. I have a thing about pairing, like you pair a good fish with wine. You pair good vocals yeah. with a guitar or with sax. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got you. I was yeah. listening to all yeah. of that. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. More folks are chiming in. So let's see who is rolling into the Coffee Talk Jazz 
party. Where are you guys rolling from? Let's see here. Wow, New York is always in the building. I love seeing you guys. Wow, Chappaqua, New York. Hello, Long Island, New York. Um, I believe y'all say Manhattan, Manhattan, New York. Philadelphia is in the building. You guys, welcome to the party. So much international love here. So you guys were also live tweeting throughout the show. And um, you guys tweet me. You guys, the chat room is also open. You guys can also DM me. So I see the questions that are coming in. So one shy little lady wants to know. She says, okay, I'm new to this. Mm -hmm. She says, hey, I'm new. She says, I'm a novice, and I'm new to this whole music thing. And can you give me an ABC lesson? She says, take me back to school. Give me a quick ABC lesson on how do I really get started? Wow. That was two or three questions, but okay. She said, take me back to school. Okay. Yeah, get started in, in the music in, business. Take take us to school. Okay. okay. Um, so when she said music business, I'm, I'm really interested. Is she just is she a musician or is she a singer or both? Okay, let me ask her. Did she say? Well, well, you know, either way, either way doesn't you know doesn't really matter, uh, I guess. But that's just uh, I just wanted to know. Well, so first of all, you you, you need. Uh, Number one, you're going she to need she's a, she's, she's a singer. She's a singer. She's a singer. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, number one, she's going to need content, right, which is, for her, would be mm-hmm. a song or, or songs plural. But she, of course, start with one song. And then she has to determine whether, and she may know this already, that she had the skill herself to write songs or she depended on someone oh. else to, you know, to write songs. So, and then once she, let's say, has has her music, then she either has to, and some artists choose to do it this way, uh, they go on what I call, you know, YouTube University and learn how to use engineering equipment to record their own songs because, you know, you don't need a a big studio these days and real expensive, you know, because those things, you know, studios are real expensive. You don't need to do that. To, to just do a sound recording, you can purchase equipment off Amazon and, and have really good sounding sound recordings that can be on Spotify and Apple iTunes. You know what I mean? So that's that's number two. Or you need to seek out a good producer and engineer and the sound studio, and you know find out what the fees are and and learn to you know because that that's a whole nother genre is learning how to record. That's a whole another ball itself because one thing one of the things that I learned to do because I literally always had more time than I had money. So what I learned to do is time is money in a recording studio. They're not gonna wait for you mm. to get it, you know. And a lot of times in, in these days you don't record like they did in nineteen seventy five. Nineteen seventy five you really had to have the song front to back you had to know it because there was no they, – they they recorded on real – what it's called reel-to-reel, that tape. And if you messed up, yeah, art, wow. you know, break the fade and slice that tape, it was crazy, right? And so now that everything's all digital, you know, you can, you can piece it together, but it's always best to have your stuff down 
I never go to a recording studio to recreate. I have created the content. When I get in there, I know exactly what I want to do, how I want to do it, right? So that's, I don't know what step I'm on, two or three. But once you, let's say you finish recording the content after you record it, now it needs, you can send it off to be mastered. And that mastering is where all the levels are, are where, you know, the song, well, it has to be mixed, I should say, first, then mastered. And mastered is, just means that all the levels are at a place where when people put it on, it comes on at the same level as everything else. It doesn't come on too loud or too low, you know, because uh, there is a certain level that music should be when it's a commercial recording. It needs to be uh, synchronized to. And so uh, after that, you need distribution. You need some place to, and there are a lot of now through streaming, there are a lot of sites. CD Baby, Distro Kid. There are a lot of sites that will distribute your music and, and get you out there. And then after that, it's, it's all about marketing. And people, what we're doing now is getting people, you're introducing me to a whole new audience. So this is step probably like five or six, you know, for me. So, uh, and I'm very appreciative. <laughs> so I Wow. Um I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just shaking my head. I'm just looking at the conversations and the in the chat and just looking at everything on Twitter. Um, it's a guy he's really knowledgeable. He definitely knows what he's talking about. They're going to take your advice. Um, you took me back down. Um, I thought about back in the day when there was A&R, right? And, right. I mean, I'm really really going back all the way to, like, Barry Gordy, you know, the Supremes, and how, you know, they taught them how to dress, how to stand, how to sing, you know, being really prim, you know, really proper and that kind of thing. And, that really is a bygone era that doesn't really exist anymore unless you are a seriously high profile artist. And even then, for example, I'll use like Lady Gaga, like I've met Lady Gaga, right? Right. So she did a campaign in one of our Coffee Talk magazines for her dog, Miss Kenny, happy campaign and she paid for it. Point is, okay, the point is if you're Lady Gaga, then, you know, you've got the world at your fingertips and then you could right. pretty much record, master, whatever, but she is very right. um, she's very skilled in what she does, and then she came with her own gimmick, you know, the meat dress and then all of that, and you guys don't have to right. go that far right. out. I'm just, right. I'm just saying, but she definitely made a statement, and she's so memorable. But nowadays, I think if you can just come in and be authentic, this is, this is right. the way that the world is looking for them. They want authenticity. They want transparency. Right. They just want you to be you. Don't try and come in to be. And one of the things that my mom used to always say, my late mother would always say, she says, you don't have to try and be in anybody else because God only made you like, um, you're like a designer's original. Right. She says, and you don't have to like right. try and copy like like anybody else. So like our own little fingerprints. So Philadelphia says, hello, New Hope. Philadelphia, Lake Tahoe's in the building. Hello, Portofino's hello. in the building. I don't even know what Portofino is. Portofino, where are you? Las Vegas is in the building. Uh, Nan, I was going to say Nantucket. Nantucket, Massachusetts. Hey, we got some good seafood in Nantucket. Cape Cod. Hey, guys. Welcome. Sedona, Arizona, Chicago. This is a huge show. Big Sur, what? Well, all the water is. Very scenic there. Guys, Welcome. Say- yeah, I heard you say Santa Fe, I think, earlier, too. Santa Mexico. Fe, Mexico. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I, played, I played Buffalo uh, Thunder Casino 
in in Santa Fe, uh, New Mexico. Oh my goodness! Wow. Even folks from Hawaii, aloha, guys. Welcome to the coffee talk uh, oh. party. So, wow, we're here with Classic Man, and uh, I'm just gonna call him Classic Man, okay? Y'all can't call him that. You guys are teasing me, right? So we're really here talking with Daryl Prater, a.k.a. Classic Man. He's amazing. And we've got more questions. If you can answer two more questions, we want to get into some more of this delicious music because the ladies are restless. I see y'all. Really? Okay. So <laughs> the next is question. Real quick, real, real quick. So, so because, you know, you mentioned, you know, you were, what you were just saying about authenticity, right? And mm-hmm. so the era that I grew up in, you know, with in the 60s and 70s um, is, to, in my opinion, the greatest era of, of music, you know, I mean, period, hands down. It, there was just nothing oh, like God, it. Yeah. And so the music that I do, it, it, it's not manufactured, I should say, it's not falsely uh, manufactured, you know what I mean? It's not gen- genetically right. modified. It's organic. It's, it's, that's that's where that's the sound that I grew up with. So I came up with a term, and this is when I was in uh, Vegas at uh, uh, I can't think of the name of the casino. It was well, outside of Vegas. It's in Lawson, Lawson Casino. So, but it, I was I was telling uh, the crowd. I said, you know, my kids say, you know, hey, because dad, you let your beard go gray, you know, you're getting old. And I said, no, 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 I'm not old. I'm just classic, right? And that's that's how I came <laughs> up with the term classic man because things that are classic have value, right? But in order to have that value, you have to have lived with them, right? And so that's I said, right. if you're 50 plus, you're not old, you're classic. The crowd loved it. And so that, that was the birth of classic man with a K, classic man. And so that's that's how I see myself as my music is, nostalgic, but it's not old. Wow. I thank you for um, explaining that. It definitely makes a lot of sense. And see, once again, you said that it's taking me down a rabbit hole. Like, I love (laughs) classic, and I literally have, I have classic cards here in my home. I mean, like, you cannot buy these cards. Right. Some cards from the 50s. And and now these are, they're actually like Model T scaled cards. I don't have like a um, like a 1953 Epsil, like out in the drive or anything like right. that. But right. you're absolutely right where this bygone era, um, when everything was all about love, you know, and all that kinds of stuff, I wish that it's, you know, the way that we used to love on one another and really care for right. one another. I hope that we really come back to that. And I think that with the music, I think that we can do that. You know, if people get the right frequency, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, what it takes is, and, and, I'm, and I'm learning, you know, because the old way, you and I both know, the old way of doing music was what? You, you put it on either a tape or, or something and you go, go to L.A. or you go to New York and you literally walk the pavement and walk in, into different, you know, RCA and <laughs> different places. And you try to get your music heard and all of this, right? And so what I've come to understand is, like, the, the platform that we're on tonight, your, your platform, Bridget, is so powerful and so needed is because we, the people, we can determine and decide what 
the the way you know the wave and the current of music. We decide what it's going to have. So, for instance, tonight is the listeners add me to their Spotify, Apple Tunes playlist. Then all of a sudden, because like on Django, Spotify, I have my own station on Django, Spotify, iTunes. And, and when they begin to add me and share that with their friends, and pretty soon this whole wave of, and I love the term soul music, because that's what it's from, my soul to your soul, and, and it's soul music. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the, the, the younger generation is like, hey, this, this is pretty cool. Whereas if nobody leads the charge, they're not going to go get it themselves. They weren't lived, they weren't born during that time. You know what I mean? They may sample a little piece here and there, but to often, you know, authentically go grab it. And that's what. Why do you think Bruno Mars right now in that Silk Sonic is is so popular? Is because oh he's taking the funk, the funk of the seventies, and and mm-hmm. you know it's it's nostalgic, but it's not old, and people love it. They can't get enough of it. Mhm. Well, and I think so. too when you said that, I listened to the lyrics, and there's something that's so nice. It's great to have a beat. That's that's yeah. wonderful. But listening to the lyric that's going to get inside yeah. your soul, and you find yourself humming a jingle, like I can start humming something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my lord, that that commercial hasn't been on for 40 years. Why is it that I know it? Because it's subliminally. Right. I start humming right. that melody. I remember those lyrics, right. and they get in our subconscious and like we're singing yeah. those songs right. and music right. is very powerful. Right. But I I agree right. with you. Silk Sonic, they were amazing. I saw them. I wasn't at the award show because the award show, I don't know if it was billboards or whatever it was. Right. Um, they were in Vegas, and the crowd was like they were out of control. They loved mm-hmm. the lyrics. So powerful. Right. So powerful. Yeah. 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 So yeah. here's yeah. what I want to do. I want to ask you this question. I want you to think about it. Because I want to get into some more of this delicious music. Okay, ladies, I see okay. you. Come on, ladies, go ahead. Um, um, press the one on your phone. I want to go ahead and open up the board, and you guys can speak with Daryl yourself. I don't need to be your mouthpiece. Come on, ladies. I know. I see you guys. So um, the question is, oh, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's a couple. You're going you gonna to let them speak, or are they gonna, they gonna, you going to ask it? Um. This is the question that I am asking. I'm just waiting for the ladies oh, to get their questions okay. in the chat. Okay. Yes, I'm this is the question that I'm asking. So you have been and been tied to music, I mean, like as, as a child. If you can go back in time mm-hmm. and have a conversation, let me, let me ask it like this to make it more succinct. You remember the movie Back to the Future? Remember that? Yes. <laughs> With Michael J. Fox, right? And the DeLorean, one, one right? Of, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that was one of my favorite movies back in the day. I, I, I like Doc. I'm breaking on your asking this question. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my God. That's so you know he's Reverend Jim Taxi, right? Christopher Lloyd, he was Reverend Jim No! Oh, my God! What? Is that who that was? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah that was Reverend Jim Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was oh. him. I love Christopher Lloyd, man. Wow. Um, 
And just so that you know, now I'm going to have to, like, log on to Hulu, like, when the interview is over and like, and go look at Back to the Future. So think about this. Think oh, yeah. about this question. And then I want to play um, another track. And if you could take a page out of Back to the Future from the movie okay. and change anything about your life, anything, okay. Okay. what would it be and why? So think about that. We're going to play this okay. track, and then we're going, to, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about it. Hopefully, I can give some gift giveaways away. Okay. You guys, so we are on live with Mr. Joel Prater, a.k.a. Classic Man, and we're going to play every little thing, right? Every little thing. Here it comes, guys. <laughs>
Cantora de jazz, pianista e arranjadora. Você ama um pouco de jazz no seu café? Sintonize toda semana na Radio Los Angeles Coffee Talk Jazz como apresentadora Bridget Lewis. Each guest brings intense passion to their music. You'll hear seasoned pros and indie artists in the mix and you'll enjoy a buffet of genres. Listen in. You'll hear bebop, fusion, Urban contemporary, classic, Brazilian and Latin flavors with plenty of big band sound. The show's call in number is 1-347-934-0108. Pick up my current project from the heart. It's available at all national retailers. Visit my website at www.dianemarino.com. And stop by the official Coffee Talk site at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Enjoy the show. Then I will understand. Hi, I'm Farnell Newton, educator, composer, arranger, and trumpeter. Do you love good jazz and great jazz conversation? You'll hear it all on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Los Angeles with one of the best broadcasters and radio hosts in the business, Miss Bridget. What happens when straight ahead jazz meet hip hop fusion? You've captured the essence of real jazz music and that's exactly what you'll hear in my new project, Classes Now in Session. You can pick it up at iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and more. And you can also check me out at www.farnellnewton.com. Be sure to tune in each week and get your jazz fix right here on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. And we are back. Ms. Bridget Lewis, award-winning host. It's a beautiful, cool evening in sunny Southern California. The sun is going down. It's a little warm, and I'm actually drinking a, a blended vanilla ice mocha latte. I almost got tongue-tied saying that. Everybody say it with me. Blended mocha latte. We're back with my very special guest, and you all were listening to that was absolutely amazing, every little thing Step. Did I get the name of the song right? Every little thing. Step. Did I get it right? Every, every little thing I do. Yeah. Every little yeah, thing I song, do. Yeah, that's that's a song. You know, guys, a lot of times uh, they they can be, well at least at least I used to be. You know, kind of quick on the trigger. Oh, well, you know. All right. Yeah. Well. Okay. You can go leave her. But then after that's the song that after you've left, how he really feels. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, my heart hurts. I'm aching. Every little thing I do reminds me of you, you know. Um, mm. Yeah, I can't, can't watch Every television show I watch, every every song I hear reminds me of when we were together, you know. So every little thing I do reminds me of you. And, you know, and it's, that's something that happens to people every day. It happens every single day, which is why I'm so happy that we have music to soothe our hearts and to soothe yeah. our souls. So yeah. you are going to answer a question for your audience. I'm just the host of the show. It's actually your show. So okay. we were talking about okay. Doc. We were talking about the DeLorean. We were talking about taking a page out of Back to the Future. And the question was and is, if you could change anything about your life, would you change anything or would it stay the same? Would you do anything no, differently? I, uh, yeah, I would. I would. I would. When I was 20 years old, I thought about this. I, I, have no, I don't know if I've ever been asked that question. When I was 20 years old, I had an audition with Sheila E, and for some reason, I never, I don't, I, I don't remember why I didn't show up to the audition, um, but I knew uh, the guitar player for, I think he was playing for Sheila at the time, then he went on to play with Prince a little while, but uh, he had set it up, and I know I was, you know, uh, heavily involved in the church, and I don't know if it was for religious, I can't remember why but I never made the audition. And, of course, years later, I thought, like, what, what, you know, what, what could have been if had I shown up for that? Where would I be, you know? So, yeah. So that, that I would change that and show, my, show up to the audition and see where it would have taken me. Wow. Okay, so now we're going to go down the rabbit trail. I'll tell you why. So what I just heard was, a couple different things. We talk about church, all these other right. obligations. And I think that, well, I know for certain now that I am much older and walking in wisdom, there's always been like a lot of people pleasing in the African-American community or the black community. We don't want to disappoint our parents. We don't want to disappoint right. ourselves. And we want to walk along the pathway because I do believe I heard you say, um, you talked about your father's brother's. You talked about the quartet. You talked about the gospel quartet, singing, guitar playing, and so on and so forth. So all that, when you said that, all that came rushing back in, and it it made me think about, could it have possibly been someone might have said something that you mentioned it to them? It was like, oh, you know, brother, you really need to do that. Like, no, just stay in the church. This is where the this is where the music is happening. I'm not saying what happened. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think so. I know. I, I think so because let me tell you, now. Now this didn't come from my parents. My parents were okay. very eclectic. They, I mean, they would support you with whatever you wanted to do. But some of the the elders in the church. This is how I grew up. Watch this. Oh my boy. favorite, my favorite gospel singer ever, ever was Sam Cooke. Wow. And you hear? Yeah, I grew up hearing he got killed because he. He left and went over and started singing the devil's music. That's that's what I you know that's what I was told from yeah. from the seniors of my of those days, right? That you know had he stayed yeah. with God, you know that wouldn't have happened. And so I think somewhere down the line that was in my subconscious, may have been in my I, I don't I can't tell you why, you know. I it, but I I think about it now and I'm going. And when you said that, I thought I wonder if that was in my subconscious, like. 
Man, I don't want what happened to them. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know. Wow. Um, movies are such a marker of memories, and so are songs. And then that reminded me of the movie, which I think it was the Cuba Gooding Jr. and Faith Evans and Beyonce. And Faith Evans had this beautiful voice, and I believe that uh, Sam Jackson's wife, Paulette, played the pastor's sister, and she was hell-bent on, you can't sing that devil's music, you got to get out the choir. Oh. I don't know if you remember what that scene. What is something about something, temptation, temptation, or something? The, great, temptation? the hot temptation, something. Fight, yeah, fighting temptation, temptation. That's, that's what it was. Right, right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. And, and then I think Beyonce shows up later, and she begins to sing, but it, it really is something how others can have such a powerful impact yes. and influence yes. on on our lives. And of course, if we had it all to do over again, we would have followed our intuitions because it probably, more than likely, would have taken us down a completely different yep. trail. And so I say for yep. our listeners, if you have a dream, if you've got a goal, if you've got a dream, if you're ambitious, do not allow anybody, I don't care who it is, because you've got this one life to live. This is not a stage play. You come this way one time, and whatever you're going to do, do it now, because I believe that everybody has a pulpit. I believe everybody has a ministry. Everybody is not standing in a church. Everybody is not standing behind a pulpit or have a big Schofield Bible. Some people's ministry is on stage. We see it every day, right? right? Like yours. Right. Your ministry yeah. is on stage. For example, some things that I see for you, I'm going down a rabbit trail. Everyone may not be able to play the Hollywood Bowl. However, they can still touch a life by playing intimate venues and still make a very good living doing what they love. And to me, that is the greatest fulfillment Absolutely. on this planet. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. O-M-G. Totally agree. Gee. Wow, wow, and wow. Can you believe that we have been on live for an hour? Can you believe it? No. No, yeah. Couldn't have been. No. But it's, Not it's, yet. it's always like that. It's always like that here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. But we're not going to let you go yet. We want you, we, yeah, we we want you to hang out with us a little bit longer. Yeah. We want you to hang out with us a little bit longer. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give away. I'm going to tell you guys what I'm going to give away. I have two CDs to give away tonight, and I'm not going to tell you who they are. Okay, I'll tell you. So Eric Darius is a very good friend of mine, right? I've got some CDs from Eric. Like right now, he's down in Napa Valley with Brian Colberson. Hey, y'all, shout out to you guys in Napa Valley. Okay, so we've got that CD to give away, and then I have – Jazz vocalist Nadia Washington, who sings like a bird. Oh, my goodness. You guys, this woman is like just a, just an absolute gift. She graduated from uh, Berkeley College of Music probably, oh, Lord, maybe eight years ago. And I remember flying out to Houston for her TV release party, and the girl has gone on to do some great things, and she is singing off-Broadway in New York. Hello, somebody. I'm just saying. Okay. So walk us through a typical day with you what's a typical day look like for you because you know you got you got the chops 
So you've got to be doing something in your personal life to keep your voice fresh. Do you wrap it up? Are you sucking on lemons? Are you eating honey and lemons and cayenne pepper? What are you doing? Well, unfortunately, I'm a guy guy that um, I suffer from allergies, and I live in California. And not, not the hay fever stuff. But I dryness is is that's when my the, the, you know because California is a lot of dry heat and so that dry heat really you know so it keeps keeps me dry all the time so I have to um, always make sure I'm hydrated you know and and mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's not even water but it's like Gatorade for me you know to mm-hmm. keep electrolytes you know to keep me keep me hydrated. So typical day is, uh, you know, I, I like to start my mornings with coffee. I, I'm a, you know, uh, at least we know about one. Coffee. Yeah, yeah. At least, a, but, but I like that, that, that Colombian, uh, that Colombian bean with the little Arabica, you know, I, I like that. I mean, I like that little fruity kind of taste to my coffee, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, typically start my day with, with coffee and, uh, from there, you know, and it, it's so funny, you know, you wake up in the morning, you have your meditation, your prayer time, you know, you think about things. And generally, uh, in the morning, that's where I get my, my direction and where I'll hear something. So, for instance, I was having a conversation with with someone, and uh, we were talking about being kids and how, you know, when, when you were a kid, you uh, – like eat cereal, right? And, and remember, the mm-hmm. cereal used to, I don't know if they still do or not, but cereal would have a prize on the inside of the cereal, right? And then I said, <laughs> yeah, you know. And then, and then, then this person said, well, you know, uh, I used to like Cracker Jacks because, I, ooh, I would just live for the prize on the inside. And okay. immediately, immediately, that for me became a song that, that's a, that's life, you know, um, when you mature, you know, you learn to live for the prize that's on the inside, which is, of course, the heart, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, versus what of the exterior looks like, you know, and so for me, that, that, that became, that became a song, you know what I mean, um, I've had, you know, um, and like other people, I'm sure several, you know, broken relationships, you know, things that started out but didn't finish, and you go back and look at your mistakes, and, you know, I wrote a song, you know, talking about how, you know, looking back at 2020, but I know what I, you know, I know the errors, I know the things that I have need to correct, and I've done the work, so this time I promise to water our garden, you know, and, and it's, it's oh, real. Oh, wow. is beautiful, you know what I mean? And so that one I haven't finished yet. I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it, but. Yeah, it's uh, so you know what I mean. So everything throughout the course of my day, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to find material for songs. Songs and material, it's just all around me. You know what I mean? And <laughs> you know, I like to just take the, uh, you know, because I uh, about 15 years ago I, I discovered my definition of art. I was at a place, anybody familiar with the Bay Area know there's a popular place called Lake Merritt where people just hang out around this lake. And this particular day, there was a, a guy in front of a big, grand, grand eucalyptus tree, and he was painting. He had his oil painting, 
and about eight or nine people were standing out there, and this guy was just really good, you know, with the colors and da 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 And so finally a lady said, sir, she said, where, this is beautiful, where is this tree? He said, the tree is right here. In other words, his easel was pretty much propped up against the tree. And I thought, bam, that's the definition of art because we would have walked past that tree 900 times, and people have every day, and never never even pay attention. (laughs) But what an artist does is take what people consider mundane, turn it, twist it, write it, paint it, sing it, and show you the beauty and the splendor in it and of something that, you know, others would consider mundane, and they call that they call that a hit. And it's like I said, that's the definition, definition of art is to, to bring out, you know, the beauty and splendor of, you know, the things that most people find just kind of like, eh, ordinary. So my typical day is just being aware of all this beauty and life that's around it, especially since uh, we went through that whole two-year period of quarantining and all of that. I mean, I, I live, I kid you not, every day I'm trying to create a lasting memory. Yeah, um, you said that remind me of something that I heard this morning, and the gentleman's name is Ed, but his story is so powerful, and he wrote a book called One More Minute, and mm. he mm-hmm, and um, he and his dad were really close. His dad got sick, and he was touring and traveling. He was like an ex football player. He wasn't the smartest guy, but his brawn got him like into the school. He ended, up, um, he ended up getting an injury, and that just derailed everything. He didn't finish college. He decided to decide, hey, I'm, hey, just draft me. Go ahead, go ahead. But had he had yeah. that, you know, fall back on the whole educational piece, his life would have been different. So then his dad was always asking him to come home. Yeah, dad, I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, dad, I'm coming. I'll be there in a minute. Just one more minute. And then he finally got to the to the place where he and his dad were able to share some time together, but then he found out that his dad was terminally ill. Man, I mean, the story was like, I was just soppy this morning. He found out that his dad wow. was terminally ill. His dad didn't want to tell him, but he could tell that something was going on with his dad. So then they just start okay. sharing, like, all these incredible moments and found out that his dad had only had six months to live, and he ended up passing away in four months instead of, the six months of he wrote a book called One More Minute, and he just talked about how mm-hmm. fragile life is. And he said, what I wouldn't do to have one more minute on the golf yeah. course seeing my dad walk across in the floppy in the floppy hat, you know. And then that prompted yeah. him to write a book, which took me back to what you just said about the artist and the tree and the easel and all that. And I think there's beauty and song and everything if we will but just listen, you know what I mean? Yeah, just take time. Just stop. Just slow down for a minute and listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Man. We, we, we want to be. We want to do everything. We want everything so fast. Every we're the microwave generation. You know what I mean? Um, man, my grandmothers, both of them, uh, just were very and grandfather. They were just patient people, man. But I realized as I got older, it's because they grew everything. They had gardens. They knew. You know that you don't put a seed in the ground today and expect to harvest tomorrow. They they grew everything, so they were just they were patient mm-hmm. and always. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, you yeah you taking me back, but I I won't even talk I won't even talk about like the the 
you remember like percolators back in the day? Oh, hey. right. Come on, that coffee, that coffee <laughs> percolator. Huh? That little crystal, that little crystal pop. Yes, yes. That part, yes, yes. Man, I'm gonna see so if I can about... like find one of those. Right, right. I'm sure you could probably get it on Amazon. So I'm when you said that, later, man. Oh my god. Yeah. That was what uh, woke us up when when my sisters and I were back in the Texas countryside, and my grandmother, my grandmother would, um, once the coffee started percolating, she would, she would holler down the hall, and I did say holler, <laughs> and she would holler yeah. down the hall. Right, right. My grandfather's name was Richard. She said, Richard, breakfast is ready. Sir, and oh, sir. Okay. you could, you, yeah, yeah, and you could hear, you could hear the the bacon. It was crackling, and my oh. my grandmother oh. also had a tea kettle. And this was back in the day okay. when they made the five burner stove, and then you had the griddle in the middle of the stove. Yeah. So yeah. 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 the bacon was different it's, than if you lay it out. You lay it out, and then my grandmother would put the tea kettle on top of the bacon once it start bubbling up to straighten it out and then the crop would be percolating. Uh, okay. So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you talk about your grandmothers and, and how folks just want stuff instant, like you put a seed yeah. in the ground, you're not going to get an apple tree tomorrow. It's got to germinate, right? right? I'm just saying. germinate. Yeah, yeah. And then remember when you, back in the day, you had to heat food up, right? I mean, literally in the <laughs> oven, okay, foil, you had to heat it up. And then we used to have the stove when we lived in Berkeley, we had the stove where the very bottom tray, that's where you toasted everything because you pulled it out and put your pan in the bottom <laughs> and flame and all that stuff. Man, you made toast in two seconds, man, with that big old flame. Right. Folks, they don't know nothing about that. I want to jump into some no, no, yeah, we more music. We bore people to death, man. Yeah, okay, get no, to the, get to the question. No, this is so good. People, they're cracking up. They're cracking up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you this question. Is there one common thread or trait that describes a successful vocalist or musician? Is there one common trait or thread that describes a successful musician? Yes. Yes. And that's, that's passion. Mm. Yeah. I felt that, y'all. Did y'all feel you, that? Yeah, yeah. Huh? What is that? I said, I said, I felt that. Did y'all feel that? Yeah, yeah, it's passion. You you have to have, you have to have passion. Otherwise, you you know, you won't, there, there's so many obstacles to the thing, especially when you're a singer, suffering with allergies like I do. Now, watch this. When I go to the, that's why I can't wait when I start doing southern cities or, you know, like uh, from the Midwest on that has, that has humid weather. Oh, my God. I love it. Most people, oh, the hot and humidity. No, 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 no. That 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 just lubricates all. Oh, I can sing. I'm telling you, my best music, my best. It, it's always in the Midwest and the South because my I don't have to worry about my vocal at all. I don't have to do anything extra. And so, what I'm getting at is when you're passionate, though. You know, there are times I get ready to do shows and. Oh man, you know things aren't quite right. I'm chewing gum, trying to stay lubricated, or whatever. But I'm not gonna go. Oh, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't sing tonight. No, my passion. I mean, literally one time, I had gone because I sing with uh, the Legends of Motown. Also, I do uh, a tribute to Marvin Gaye with the Legends of Motown, 
and Tibby Show, and we were in Vegas, and we went from Vegas to back to California, the weather was much different, and I had a show the next night, and my I literally had no voice. Um, they were doctoring on me, giving me all kinds of stuff to drink, and, you know, of course, tea and honey and lemon and cayenne and woo, 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 and, and, and prayer, you know, to, to get out there. And I was like, man, this place is sold out. There's just no way that I'm not going to get out there. So I did, and I sang songs because, you know, I've done it enough. The songs where I had to hit high ranges and stuff, I just did something else and and made it, you know, at a lower range. But what I found out that night is that especially when I did uh, Marvin Gaye's uh, To Keep You Satisfied, when I, I did something and some lady let out a blood curtain scream like she was in church, like, you just, and I was like, oh, God, maybe I should do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but back to the question, passion. You've got to have passion because your passion will get you through rough times because you won't, you won't give up. You know? So that is the common thread, whether a musician or a singer, it's passion. You've got to have it. And you, and you know what? And you can't, you can't fake passion. It's you that have it, you don't. No. Yeah, if you intu- if you are um, an empath or you are intuitive, you can pick it up. I think most people can pick it up when people are fake. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, especially if you've been around the block for a while. You can tell yeah. people are fake, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. So I've got one more question for you, and we do want to get into some more of your music. We have one more track that we want to play, and it's entitled I Forgot to Be is it I forgot to be vocal? I forgot to be. Oh, yeah. I forgot to be. I, I forgot to be. Yeah, I forgot to be. You love it. Yeah, I forgot to be. Yes, it's a vocal. Okay, perfect. So yeah. the question is, what would you tell? I know that's like way too long. That's like a two-parter. Um, who would be your dream artist to collaborate with? Oh, that's easy. Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye. Oh, you mean <laughs> oh, oh, alive, alive? Uh, well, yeah. <sighs> Dream artist alive that I'd like to collab with Maxwell. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Maxwell. So Maxwell. I now I saw Maxwell and Ashante when the team and I we got on the plane. And we went to the Apollo. We were in New York. Yeah. And we covered the event, and it was out of control because he had been away for a while. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I believe he got, like, the Icon Award, and it was just, it was ridiculous. So. Yeah. With that being said, I want to jump into I Forgot to Be, and please set this up for your fans. We're going to play it and come back with more good coffee and great chat, and then we're going to put you in the hot seat. So we hope you're ready. Okay, so yeah, this is yeah, this is actually a a cover. I covered this song. Uh Jaheen uh used just the he used the hook or the chorus to the song, but when I heard the original, I thought, man, I like the original, you know, better than, than what you know, uh what Jaheen did. So I got a license to, to cover it and uh yeah, it's I, I Forgot to Be Your Lover. And some people will recognize, when you get to the chorus, it, they may recognize, oh, that sounds you know, familiar. But, uh, yeah, so that, that is uh, 
my newest release, uh, of course, the first one was answer, is Answer Your Phone. But, uh, yeah, this is my newest release, I Forgot to Be a Lover. Have I told you lately that I love you? If I didn't, darling, I'm sorry. Did I reach out and hold you, baby, in my loving arms? Oh, when you needed me. Now I realize. That you need love too I spend my life making up to you Oh, I forgot to be a lover And I'm sorry, baby Have I taken the time to share with you Lovers bear. Have I done the little simple things, baby? Oh, to show you just how much I care.
Hi, this is international recording artist, pianist, composer, Bob Baldwin. Have you heard about Coffee Talk Jazz Radio? Well, join the Coffee Talk party with veteran broadcaster and host, Miss Bridget Lewis. She brings listeners the best there is in diversity and talent, and you'll get a chance to peek behind the curtain and get up close and personal with your favorite artist. You'll experience world-class contemporary Latin, gospel straight ahead, and smooth jazz greats all right here at Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. Our show's call-in number is 1-347-934-0108. That's 347-934-0108. And our show link is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Miss Bridget Lewis. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash coffee talk jazz and check out our official website at www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. This is Bob Baldwin and we'll see you real soon, okay? Ciao. And we are back, folks, and man, it has been an incredible show with my very special guest, classic man, Daryl Crater. And man, so we can ask you two questions. Are they trying to count me down? The coffee is on simmer. So my question is, what brings you joy? That's the question. Music. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's actually it's music for me is a salve. I, I mean, I can be, you know, we, we all have days where, I mean, you, you know, like for instance, when you wake up, I mean, you know, that especially again, post COVID, it's a gift, right? Life is a gift, man. And, Oh um, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I'm telling you, there are days you wake up and you, you start thinking about the loved ones you've lost. I mean, I know like, my, the saxophone player, I have a new one, but the one that used to play with me before, I lost him and three three friends in the span of two weeks when COVID in, in 2020. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so sometimes, you know, you, you start thinking, like, his name was, uh, the saxophone player, his name was Anthony Dillard, man. I just want to give Anthony, God rest his soul, a shout-out. But talented, talented brother. I remember the last show we did was a, a Christmas party. Uh, not a Christmas party, it was a Christmas mm. show at a theater. And he was so talented, he could sing, he could, you know, he was doing pop staples, he, he was, I had created this group of uh, ladies and they were doing the Supremes and he was doing Merry Christmas Baby, they were singing Santa Baby to him. And so, all of that just brought joy to, to the whole crowd, you know, just music, you know, and, and how festive it can be. And I could be going through something, man, and go to the studio and all is right with the world. All is right. I mean, just as soon as I walk in there and see uh, the engineering producer, I, all is right with the world because I know I'm getting ready to create something that's going to not only bless me but somebody else. And it's like – and sometimes I don't even know what it is. A lot of times songs are like uh, – they're like – I call them science projects because, you know, you may only have one piece of it, but you do what you have, but all of a sudden the, the, the creative juices start flowing and then you go, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. Ah, oh, let me try this and try that. And I am not afraid to try some stuff. I am not afraid. My family get wore out, like, my, especially my kids. Hey, what would you think about this? <laughs> I don't know, Dad. I, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but you know, my kids are all they're all singing and they're all musicians, so you know, I can trust their judgment, you know. Yeah, they're all singing, dancing, and music, so they totally yeah. can tell. Where can our fans find you? Like they're counting me down. Where can where can fans connect with you? Where can they find okay. you? How can they reach out to you? They want to book you. Okay, face on Facebook, they can reach out to Classic Man with a K, uh, K L A S S I C M A N on Instagram. It's Classic underscore Man underscore five thousand on Twitter. Same thing, Classic Man. No, I'm sorry. On Twitter, it's Classic Man nine thousand. The five thousand was taken, so I had to do. I had to do nine thousand. But um, yeah, so Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and then soon DarylFrader.com. Well, I got to tell you, it has been my absolute pleasure to host your show. Um, can you believe that we've been on for like ninety minutes? No. Just chopping it up no, just I, about music I, and life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this has been, it's been a, as uh, Don Finney used to say, it's been a stone blast. Oh, my goodness. So, God, thank you so very much for being my very special guest. We're going to be in touch. And to our audience, I want to thank our international family. I want to thank all the folks who tuned in, all you shy people. I'm just going to hold on to all those T-shirts and CDs, and I want to say with music in our hearts and with jazz in our soul, we want to thank you, our friends, fans, and supporters, for making Coffee Talk Jazz Radio number one. We love you for listening, and I'm your award-winning host, and we'll be back tomorrow with Michael G. He's a visual artist, sculptor, and filmmaker. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. Have a good evening, guys. Thank you. Thank you.